You know, Brittany, nothing gives me naked confidence like hitting the gym first thing in the morning. The rush, the endorphins, it just sets the tone for the entire day. Ooh, I like that. Naked confidence. Yeah. It's all about the perfect playlist for me. The right music can uplift my mood instantly. Mm, you know what a close second is for me? What's that? Not stinking. <laughs> That's why I use Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's like a secret weapon against odor powered by mandelic acid. Yeah, you're odor-free for up to 72 hours. I love how Lumi tackles every odor concern with natural ingredients, and I appreciate its versatility. I've tried it everywhere, from pits to feet. It never disappoints. Plus, it's baking soda-free and pH-balanced for safe use. And the fact that it's clinically proven to block odor all day, well, that's a game changer. Definitely. And with Lumi Starter Pack, new customers can get $5 off with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. It's a great deal for a fresh start. Don't miss out on feeling confident everywhere you go. Visit lumideodorant.com and use code TLC for a special discount. That's L-U-M-E deodorant.com. Cheers to confidence with Lumi. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to The Laughing Couple Podcast with your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Join them weekly as they discuss topics such as relationships, kids, sex, parenting, all unfiltered and all with a healthy dose of laughter. Please welcome your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Want your butt, am I the asshole? What? I, I want your butt, am I the asshole? That's the vibe of this potty. Oh, yeah. Of the potty. You know, these are some of my favorite episodes, Am I the Asshole? Mm-hmm. They're good you conversations. It, we read it on Reddit. On The Laughing Couple. <laughs> okay. You okay. wrote it, we read it on The Laughing Couple. Hashtag not sponsored by Reddit. This episode, we are going to be speaking about, um, if you've never heard of Am I the Asshole? It is essentially a segment that they do on Reddit and other forums, I'm sure. But people write in scenarios and situations where something happens and then they ask people, am I the asshole? And then there's like a group discussion and threads of yes or no and reasons why. You so, know, Brittany, yeah. I'm going to cut you off here. Yeah. And I'm only well, going to cut you off. Well, it's, well, I guess it's a Tuesday. Big old shocker there. Today's actually Monday. <laughs> Monday, I know, but Monday. it's going to be released on Tuesday. So you do realize that we have already done two podcasts called Am I the Asshole? Yeah. And you do realize that we have listeners who maybe just are starting to listen to this as the first episode and they might not know what it is. I didn't factor that in. You're dumb. Continue. <laughs> anyway, so these ones are parenting and or relationship driven. But before we do that, we're going to do I Love You and You're Annoying. And then we're going to start off with... Our own, are we the asshole are we the story? Assholes? Yeah, because we have a story that's been like bugging me, and I wanted to talk about it last week. This and I, stirred up the I "Am did. I the Asshole" podcast episode. Get that pot and stir it real good. You stir that. Get that asshole stir pot you, stirring. Would you look at this? Give me some sandwiches from stir the choice. Okay. Stir anyway, away. do you have a? I love you and you're annoying. Stir away. <laughs> you go first. Okay. 
my I love you and you're annoying was yesterday. So my parents um, took our kids to for three days, right? And uh, we woke up and Cooper was a little sick right? He's got a fever. So the morning was like a bit off. Um, and we've been back and forth sleeping. We're both tired. My, my issue comes to this and it's, and I think it's a reoccurring issue. So we get up and I packed for the kids for both the children, right? So I packed both of their bags for three days. Then I said, Hey Ryan, can you please, this is my, I love you and you're annoying. Oh I my said, God. This is the sh- best. Let me finish. <laughs> this is my favorite. I kind. said, Ryan, can you please go downstairs and get Cooper his steroid? And this was at 7.30 because I wanted him to have it immediately so that it could kick in before my parents got him and he wasn't all wild. And I'm like, and can you please get them breakfast? Because I'm packing for them, putting away their laundry, and I need to get ready. And you're like, sure. And then... I come downstairs in the middle of me getting ready. And let me just tell you, you already took a super long pee and then you were taking a shit. And when I came downstairs, I was like, oh my God. I'm like, did the kids eat? You were like, no. Did, did you give him his medication? I don't know where it is. And I had told you twice before, cause I did ask you two other times. I'm like, can you please give him his medication? What I should have said was, can you go downstairs right at this second or within the next couple of minutes, conditions of satisfaction and it, it administer the medication? Cause I want it to happen soon. Good, because what I was going to say is I did both the medication and the food. No, you didn't. I just didn't didn't do it on your timeline. Yes, but the whole... We had to take the food in the car because you were literally giving it to them two minutes before we had to leave. Kids love that. No, it was annoying. It was super annoying because I was running around with like a chicken with my head cut off. Well, you were taking care of you. You had to pee. You had to shit. You had to get your morning together where I was like, I need to do all those things too and pack for the kids. Now get breakfast. And like, it was just annoying. That shit's really annoying. such a default parent. It's annoying. It's yeah. so annoying being like, okay, I'm responsible for me yeah. and the children. And you're like, hi, I'm responsible for me. And that's it. Unless I'm told to do something like it's more the mental load. And here we go again. Like you have a mental load too. I get it. But like, <laughs> fuck, it's, it's annoying. That was, that's my annoying. What's yours? Just so you know, Brittany, I you, think, I think your, this is annoying is on point. When I listen to you describe what occurred and how it occurred, you're, you were 100% accurate on your timelines and you were 100% accurate with what I did and didn't do. And I now see how annoying that is. My apologies. <laughs> okay. Do you have one? My I love you and you're annoying because I thought you were going a totally different route. Okay. My I love you and you're annoying is you asked me, Ryan, can you change Cooper? So I said, I yeah. also did that. Sorry. I oh, also changed him. Stop. Listen. <laughs> To this, add is that my, in. this is my I love you and you're annoying. And you said, Ryan, can you oh, change Cooper? Oh yeah. So I went in. He's going out with your parents. <laughs> I can't he's, wait he's for that. He's going this. out with your parents, right? <laughs> so I thought it would be really cool. First of all, I love the color of the shirt. It's literally I love, beige. I love the style of the text on the, <laughs> the chest. It's beige. It's beige and slightly orange, like a light orange, a dusty orange. I love the shirt. It looks so good on Cooper with the tan. I thought he looked great. The shirt says, I'm here for the treats. He's going out with his It's a Halloween shirt. But it doesn't say boo. It doesn't say it doesn't say trick or treat. It doesn't have a uh, That's fair. It doesn't have any anything on it that would indicate that it's Halloween, except for the fact that it's beige, slightly orange orange. and says I'm here for the treats. It's a Halloween shirt. Nobody in the history of ever would be like, that kid's wearing an October shirt in July. But you know what was extra annoying? You're like, why does I'm not done. (laughs) I'm not 
done. I thought we were just cutting each other off. We are not. <laughs> and I apologize for that, for the record. <laughs> Here's my annoying. You come in and you said, why is he wearing a Halloween shirt? And I said, it's not a Halloween shirt. It's a grandparent shirt. He's there for the treats. What do you think your parents are going to like load him up with? Mm-hmm. It's funny. And it looks good on him. And you changed him. Mm-hmm. My anger or disappointment or frustration and where you're annoying, if you want me to put clothes on our child, yeah. deal with whatever I put a, put in him, put on him or her. If I'm going to if I'm going to be tasked with choosing the clothes, you are going to accept what it is that I choose. Yeah. Otherwise, don't ask me to find the clothes and put them on the kids. That is so <laughs> annoying. You're like, I trust you to make this decision, but I do not trust you to make this decision. I just thought that I'm you would have like do it. I thought that you would have better style than that. Like you have good style yourself, and I figured that you would be smarter. Than it that. looked great <laughs> on then him. You, it's not a matter of it. It did look great in October, and not to mention, part of it I'm for me sure was it's not like fit in part. Of, yes, it will. And you were like, "Why is there a Halloween shirt in here?" Yeah. If you don't want him to wear the clothes in his hamper or in his drawer, don't put them in his drawer. I'm sorry. I think where when the, I open hold up, on. Uh, when I f- open up a drawer, when I open up a drawer. Oh my I god! I cannot if, wait to when rip I open you on up this. A drawer, I assume whatever's in that drawer, whether I put it in there or whether you put it in there, it's open season. If you have something that's a seasonality thing and you don't want it being worn until October, Mm -hmm. don't put it in the drawer. Okay, sure. Yeah, no problem. Um, Also, if I don't move them, which I'm the only one that organizes the drawers, who the fuck does that? You don't. You have never. I, I'm I not don't done. know. You don't do that. So I didn't have time to move a Halloween shirt to a different location. And you should know better. And this is the problem. You don't know where Cooper's clothes are, or which ones are for which, because you don't do that. Part of it's on me because I take over and I'm like, I will figure that out. Meaning you're left with like, I'm trying, I'm trying to figure this out. It's just, it's annoying. And one time you put him in like a 2T pant and they were literally capri pants. And you said to me, well, why are there 2T pants in here if they don't fit them? And I about ripped your freaking head off because I said, I didn't have time to fucking organize those Mm. because I'm the only one that does that. So you Mm. can shut your mouth. Anyway, I'm glad that I got (laughs) Wow. (laughs) You can shut your pie holes. (laughs) Okay. Let's get into the story. Shut your mouth when you're talking to me. me. Let's get into this. I love you. And that's not it. Let's get into this. This one really bothered you. This was from a few weeks back. It was really annoying. You're still holding on to it. So let's get into it. I need to get it off my chest. Shout out to Claritin for providing samples and sponsoring this episode. Full disclosure, I was listening to you talk the other day and I was thinking to myself, why does he sound that way? And then I remembered that it's allergy season and that's just your voice because you're so stuffed up. Ah, yes. The old allergy congested accent. Luckily for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. Oh, perfect. So I won't have to listen to you speak like this for the next few weeks. What? You're not into it? It's not uh, not endearing? No comment. Designed for serious allergy sufferers like Ryan. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieves your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. Claritin D tackles nasal congestion caused by allergies or a cold and also relieves sinus congestion and pressure due to allergies. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. 
Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. So convenient. Just ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. And remember, only use as directed. Hey, Ryan. Yes? You stink. Um, okay. I stink too, don't worry. Everyone actually stinks, and it's normal to have body odor, just in case you needed a reminder. Okay, thank you for that, but... The best part is you don't have to stink. <laughs> Just try Lumi whole body deodorant. You're right. And Lumi's powered by mandelic acid, tackling odor for 72 hours from pits to feet, even private areas. It's incredible. Over 300,000 five-star reviews, and you can literally use it everywhere. And the scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or my personal favorite, toasted coconut, make it refreshing. Plus, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that's over 40% off. Stay confident from head to toe with Lumi. Try it with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. That's code TLC at L-U-M-E-D-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Stay fresh, everyone. Guys, have you tried the new wellness shots from Good Vibes Juice? We have, and they're amazing. Perfect for boosting immunity and feeling great. Good Vibes Juice makes all-natural wellness shots with ingredients that support your immune system. And they honestly taste good. Plus, they're great to have before you feel sick or even to help you recover faster. It's like having Granny's homemade remedy, but conveniently pre-made. They have three different shots to choose from. Sick Day, Get Well, and Turmeric Daily. The Sick Day shot has echinacea and ginger, known for fighting off colds and boosting immunity. The Get Well shots feature elderberry, a superfood ingredient that helps increase immunity, and the Turmeric Daily has turmeric and chamomile. My personal favorite is the Turmeric Daily. It has turmeric and chamomile, which for me, having recently turned 40, is great for anti-inflammatory and calming properties. What's great is that these shots are all natural with no preservatives or additives. You can take them as a shot or mix them with hot water for a soothing tea. And here's the best part. Visit goodvibeswithansjuice.com and use promo code TLC to get free shipping and 20% off your first order. That's www.goodvibesjuice.com with promo code TLC. Let's boost our immunity and feel great with Good Vibes Juice. So, okay, we had like a whole bunch of friends over um, in the backyard and they all brought their kids and literally Ryan and I live for entertaining. We love that. Like, please bring your kids. Like, let's just do it. So we have this one family who uh, brought their children and then Three. three, three children. And before I say anything, it's not our really good friends, Jamie and Sean, because they have three kids. <laughs> yeah. Jamie and Sean, if it's you're listening you. to this podcast, don't even sweat it. This is yeah. a different group of friends. Yeah. This was not you. Anyway. Yeah. Totally different group of friends. So I never thought that they would probably think it was them. Yeah. Well, I feel like well, they, they would know what they didn't do this. So I, no, I know that, but I just didn't want them to have that in their space. Mm. So, uh, these, these people brought their friends over and, uh, we, we know them, but we don't, we don't hang out with them a lot. So, they, everyone's hanging out. We're having a good time. And they're like, Hey, we got to run up to the grocery store. Cause we, grocery store, we got to run up to the grocery store because it was kind of like a potluck and everyone was bringing stuff and they wanted to get something else beer. to bring. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was LCB. Beer. Yeah. Yeah. It was and alcohol. I don't have beer. So, I don't drink beer. so they're like, we're just going to run up and get some stuff. We're like, no problem. We turn around and they're both getting their shit together to leave our house. And we were like, Hmm. 
this, okay, no problem. But they have young children, like very young kids. So it wasn't like a, they left their 10 year old, 12 year old and 15 year old that like <laughs> will be able to like be self-sufficient, right? They left their young kids and hold on, they left their young kids in the hot tub. So we turn our hot tub down so the kids can play in it and like a pool. And so now their three children, along with a whole bunch of other kids are playing in the hot tub and they both left to the store. Why a did you both have to go to the store? Right. One parent, you're getting beer unless you're going to fucking canoodle in your van. I'm pretty sure they wanted to have sex. I don't know. It was so uncomfortable. So then they left, but they didn't even ask. They weren't even just like, we're both going to go. They were just like, all right, we'll be back. If anyone needs anything, like text us. And then they were gone for an hour and a half. Now, if you know, our LCBO is about seven minutes up the road. And we, and they left their kids and Ryan and I were like, what the fuck? Like, we don't mind. We don't mind. Like, we're obviously going to watch the kids and it is what it is, but like half an hour. Sure. And also communicate. And there's two of you. Why do you both have to go? Are we the assholes for being like, what the fuck? Like, I would never do that. Well, because like, who is even responsible for the children? Is it us or is it the other parents that were there? Like, it's, it's even, like a collective. Like all, I know we're not the assholes in this situation yeah. because the other parents that were there also had the same issues with what occurred. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing that occurred for me, and you've already touched on it, is that both of them went. They didn't both need to go. No. Number one. And then number two, they never really asked us no. to look after sure. their kids. There was no handoff. There was no baton pass. There was no like, are you cool to watch yeah, yeah. our kids? In the water of it, all places. It was just simply kind of a matter of fact of we're leaving to get that. Are you cool with yeah, that? Yeah. 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 They for sure went to go have sex because there's no other reason they would both leave. Or maybe those are just the best type of people. I don't know. I, like I went right to like the worst thing ever. I'm again. Like, these Because we don't really know them that well. Yeah. We don't, which is another, another weird problem. thing. Yeah. Wait, wait a second. That's another problem. You're leaving your three <laughs> kids with us and we don't even know you, let alone them. Yeah. That's, and in my, my huge concern was it was water. It's not like they left the kids and they're playing on like on the grass, on the turf and they were like fucking around, like manageable, still a lot because one of them is young, but like you're in the water, but man. But they're gone for an hour and a half. So not only were they gone <sighs> for an hour and a half, they had to know in the hour and a half that they were gone, that their kids would have got out of the hot tub. 100%. Now, who's responsible? They are the asshole. Who's responsible for taking your kids out of the hot tub, mm-hmm. drying them off, and getting them changed? Mm-hmm. Not to mention Not they- me. Yes, I agree. I agree. Okay. So I, I think that, I think we can both agree that they are the assholes. Now, we had asked, see, because this is, so we had asked our community to provide us with some of these questions of, am I the asshole? And mm-hmm. somebody, it's funny because I got this message, which is almost identical to what- Oh, you what is what you yeah. just described. So Ryan with a, and I both have twist. Yeah, we were there are ones Ryan has read and ones I have read. And so these are honest reactions because right. I don't know what with Ryan's a, about to with read. a twist. Okay, okay, okay let's hear. So it. here is the question, and I I like this one because it's very similar to what you're saying. So essentially, I'll just recap it. Right. So the exact same situation happens. This person is responsible for watching their two kids mm-hmm. for two hours. Okay. Right. Because they left. Same thing. Same Both deal. parents? Both parents left. This is the same situation. Wow. So, but they're their neighbors. Okay. Right. So their neighbors drop off their kids. Yes. And leave. Okay. They're now babysitting for two hours. There okay. was no agreement that there was supposed to be a two hour kind of timeline sure. that was gone for. But here's the kicker because this is very similar to your situation, but okay. not. And I think the answer is very simple. You are not the asshole in this okay. situation. But their kids were sick. Oh, that's super shitty. 
Yeah, that you they're assholes. You don't drop sick children off, especially to another home with children. So her kids in this got situation a, a couple days later got sick. Did they tell them that their, our kids are sick? Well, it doesn't get into that too much. Oh. But ultimately, at the end of the day, they came back and, you know, the girl was kind of pissed off that you come into my house, you drop your kids off for mm-hmm. two hours. Your kids are sick. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. I think, and especially now because of all the things that we did, we went through with COVID. Yeah. Being sick and having sick children. I don't care if you come to my house when your kid's sick. You just got to be transparent. You got to tell me that. Yeah, for sure. Because I might not be okay if I've got a trip coming up or mm-hmm. if I got my parents coming over yeah. or if I'm going to see my granny at any mm-hmm. point in time. Like just if, in general. If like- my life coming up in the next five to seven days doesn't afford me the opportunity to be sick or have my kids sick. I got to have that. I have to have that choice. I also think like we need to be clear, like we're not even talking like COVID just like if, if you're sick, if your kids are ill and you're like, we're not, I'm not even worried about COVID. I'm just meaning like anything. Like I don't want my kids sick if we have a trip planned and vice versa. And you know what? Most of the time our friends are very like, listen, my kid's got a cough or my kid has a runny nose. And we're like, same, like they're all just in this like germ infested, like daycare school system, whatever. And all of the neighborhood kids do hang out. So it does go through everybody. It's not like, it's not like somebody, if someone, if someone's barfing, like usually everyone's like, stay away. Like the stomach flu is no bueno, but like a cough, eh, like not great. But you, I don't think I've ever said no. If someone's like, Hey, I got a runny nose. The kid has a little bit of a cough. I'd be like, I think I'm all right. If it's like, I'm feeling stomach ill. I'm like, stay the fuck home. Like do not come over here. Right now. We just ran into this situation because we had friends over last weekend and our kids were sick. Yeah. But we, we didn't, didn't know. know our kids were sick. That's the thing. Yeah. And then our kids later that evening started like actually at the party, Riley started coughing and yeah. I thought to myself, well, what? that doesn't sound good. Yeah. I said, Riley, are you okay? She's like, oh yeah, I just had a tickle in my throat. I thought, okay, well that sounded like a tickle in your chest, but whatever. And then that evening or it was the next day, yeah. Coop got sick and I was like, you've got to tell everybody that was at the party yeah. that our kids are sick for because sure. the likelihood of their kids being sick is very high. Yeah. So we apologize for that. <laughs> that was unbeknownst to ourselves also, before but, you showed yeah, up. Yeah. That's an after thing. It's not like we were like, well, <laughs> we know our kids are severely ill, but come on in. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Okay. So I'm going to so read no, one. You are not the asshole. You are not the asshole. No. No. Okay. So here's one. Did you one. say asshole? I did say asshole. Okay. That's all. <laughs> okay. So this one's, so I was at the splash pad with my two kiddos and my niece and nephew all under the age of five. There was a girl, maybe eight bullying the four of them. I sat back for a few minutes because I wanted to see how our kids would react to her. And they kept telling her, we don't like that. Please stop. Obviously she didn't stop. Then she proceeded to take a mouthful of water and walk over about to spit the water on my kids. And keep in mind, this is mid COVID season. This happened. So I yelled at her, no, you will not be spitting on them. And she turned to me and says, you can't talk to me like that. So I said, with water in her mouth. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. She said, so I said, I will not, um, I will not let you spit on my kids. And I'm sure your mom or dad would agree with me. Should we go have a chat with them? Like loud enough for like the parents to hear. And she said, I don't have a mom or dad. I'm in foster care. So the girl was like, I felt like a total fucking no. asshole. And she, but she did say, but no little brat is spitting on the kids. Is she the asshole for saying that? No, no, not at all. No. 
No. And like, I know you feel like an asshole because you got your foot put in your mouth because the The mom and dad situation. Yeah. But you would never know that. You would Mm -hmm. never suspect that. And to, to suspect that and then say that, well, I don't even know. You couldn't suspect that. Why would you suspect that? And if you, and if that wasn't the situation, their parents were there, you're definitely not the asshole. Right. So this is kind of an extension of that. I just want to just quickly bring this up because it does tie into a story that happened a few summers ago when I was with um, my friends at the, at the splash pad here. So this girl wrote and said, parenting other people's kids rule. I say, unless the child is about to hurt themselves and or hurt someone else, there is no reason to yell at someone else as kids unless they are physically going to hurt them. My sister and her husband have done this to our son who has ADHD slash autism and it drives us crazy. See, I agree and I also disagree with her. Um, And this is why I'm having... An autistic child presents a whole new set of challenges. And one of my really close friends' son is autistic. So I I have some insight to what they they go through, but I can't fully understand. But in in saying that, a couple summers ago, I took the kids um, to the splash pad here locally with uh, Joe and like her kids. And Joe had three kids at the time and I had two. Cooper was a blob. He was quite young. And there is a um, a boy in our town who is autistic. And most people know now that he's autistic, but we didn't really know then. There were some, there were some tells. So he was taking a a cup of water and um, filling it up and then coming over to our, our kids and pouring it over their heads. Okay. Now this was like, it's, it's a tricky situation because you could, you could tell at this point that he, he was, um, he was autistic or he was on the spectrum. So you have to kind of approach it gently. This is where the problem laid for me. We kindly were like, you know what? I don't think they like that. Maybe, um, maybe just don't pour it on their heads and just gently like speaking to them and whatever. And the mother of this child was on the other end of the splash pad underneath the picnic table watching what was happening and would be like, Oh, don't like, I'm not going to say like, Oh, Johnny, that's not his name. Um, like, don't do that. They don't like it. And then this child continued to do this. I swear to God, Ryan, it was like five, six times. And every time the mother's looking at him be like, Oh, stop. And like, wouldn't get off her ass and come parent. Now here's the challenge because I actually shared that story on my Instagram because it was really fucking frustrating because now the little ones are crying and like, it's aggressive and whatever. And this girl wrote me and was like, that's like, they need to be able to enjoy the space too, which I wholeheartedly agree. However, if you are going to bring your child who, who is autistic to a splash pad, you have to be willing to like be around and parent them in the present like area. You can't parent them on the other end of the the thing. And it wasn't a one-time thing. Like I get it. Like, oh shit, sorry. Like my bad. You can't be around them all the time, but you can't let that happen repeatedly. You know what I mean? Like that's This is a tough rough. subject and it's a tough subject because you say the wrong thing here to the wrong person and they're going to be offended by this. I am not saying this to offend you. So if you're offended by this, A, I apologize, but B, this is not designed to be offensive. Yeah. I don't have autistic children, but I do have children. And sometimes children, whether autistic or not, do things that they're not supposed to do. Mm-hmm. It is your job to parent them. Mm-hmm. If I tell your child not to do something kindly and you hear me say to your child not to do something, I expect you to step in after the fact. Correct. And if you don't step in after the fact. I will again. I will again <laughs> yeah. be very kind to your kid. Yes. But for the third time, I won't. Yeah. For the third time, I will parent your child and I will tell them how 
inappropriate their behavior is being. Mm-hmm. And if they don't like that, that's fine. But I don't have to sit at a at a place and not enjoy my time yeah. because your child is disrupting my time. For sure. And that sounds terrible. But the truth of the matter is, as parents, it is our job and our responsibility to try to educate our kids as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know what it's like to live with an autistic child. And I don't know how difficult it is to tell that autistic child multiple times that they can't do something. Mm-hmm. But what I do know is this. If I did live with an autistic child and they were doing something that I told them not to do multiple times that was affecting other people, I would kindly remove them from that place. Yeah. That's and it. I know. And like I think it just it's going to come down to the fact that because I had this conversation before and people were getting very heated because they're like, well, you have no idea. Like, and we don't. And I'm not claiming to. We have no clue. I'm sure there are times where you're like exhausted and you're just like, fuck, can I get five minutes without having to go and like remove them? I can imagine how exhausting that would be. But at the same time, it can't, you, it can't over, it can't trump the behavior if it's affecting other children like multiple times. Once, sure, fuck, I get it. My kids have done shitty things a few times, but I'm just not the type of person to just allow that to like to happen if I'm watching it. Like, it's not like she didn't know. Yeah. That's my biggest problem. It's not like she wasn't aware. She was fully watching it. And I'm yeah. like, bro, are you serious? Anyway, so this is- Listen, I, empath- I empathize with anybody who has to deal with that. Oh my I God. I truly do. I feel for you. Uh, you know, I wish it didn't have to happen, but yeah. it is happening. It's the, the cards that you were dealt and being a parent sucks sometimes. It does. It's hard sometimes. It's hard for people who have autistic children. It's hard for people who don't have autistic children, but it's your responsibility. Mm-hmm. Your child is your responsibility. So I get, I get what that girl's saying. And I just, I want to be very clear, like, cause she said, like, you should not speak to somebody else unless they're hurting your kids, which that is where I disagree okay. because- Let's get on to the next one because this is heated and we're going to bother some people here. (laughs) Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, (sighs) well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed. So you don't have to download the new Bumble now. Sorry, guys. Hold on. Hold on. I'm not like, honestly, I just, I just want to say, I don't mean like I'm screaming at someone else's child. If I'm parenting your child, I'm usually very kind. Yeah, don't scream at my children. Don't assume. Yes. (laughs) When I say parent, I don't mean yell and hit them. Yes. I mean, like if your child is being very rude, I will say something gently and kindly. Like, let's just leave it at that. Okay. Sorry. So am I the asshole? Yeah. My cousin's husband never invites us to any of her kids' events. I always invite invite her to mine for the kids. Okay. This year I decided, forget it. I'm not inviting her daughter to my, I'm not inviting her to my daughter's birthday. Now she feels super guilty. Can you, can you back up? I need the story. My husband's, her husband's cousin, her husband's cousin, never invites her children or her to any of their events. And does she have kids? Yes. Okay. She invites her to their events with all of their kids. kids. Right, right. Sure. Okay. Right. This year, she decided not, not to invite it. her to her daughter's birthday party. She feels super guilty, but she wants to know if she's the asshole because she never, never gets, gets invited. invited. No, you're not the asshole. In fact, not only are you not the asshole, but I'm very curious for the follow-up because I'm going to assume or assert 
that this particular woman is going to be upset that she didn't get an invitation. And then you can say, mm, blah, blah, blah. I think you did the right thing because what you've just created here is a conversation. Is a conversation. Mm. Mm-hmm. Now, you could probably have had the conversation before the action, but you drew a line in the sand. Yeah, sometimes and now it's you get to this now you get to see what happens and then whatever happens, you get to manage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the cool thing about drawing a line in the sand is now all of that unknown shit that you've been dealing with, now it's there and it can be managed. If she comes at you, which I'm guessing this individual is this type of person, she's probably going to be upset like, oh, I didn't get an invite to here because she probably has no bloody clue. That she doesn't invite you. And it's almost easier to draw that line in the sand rather than having this awkward, like out of, to her, out of nowhere, like, hey, is there a reason that you never invite me to things where now it's like, hey, why wouldn't you invite me here? Well, Susan, I feel uncomfortable because we invite you all of the time and you never invite us. So I was just trying, maybe just thinking that we aren't compatible. And then what she can say, I'm so sorry, or fuck you, like whatever it is. I got a better one. All she has to say is, well, we just noticed that we were never invited. So we thought you probably don't actually want to come, but you come because we invite you. So we thought we'd save Mm, you. That's good. We thought we'd save you and just not invite you. You clearly don't yeah. like hanging out with us. I don't think that's the ass. I don't think she's the asshole. You're not an asshole. So this one is very, one, very similar to that one, which is great. Okay. So this also, she goes, this is a fresh annoyance, this girl. She said, my son plays with the neighbor's kids, um, particularly the boy who just turned seven. They play almost daily. And she said, my son is five. We've always extended an invite to my son's birthday, except during COVID when birthdays were only us. In any case, this boy has never invited my son to his birthday. We were hanging out with the parents last week. I typically go for walks or we have drinks on the patio with them while the kids play. And she mentioned her son's birthday. And I said, oh, are you celebrating camping? Because they had left that day. She said, no, we rented out a play park um, for his birthday party and I have up to 20 kids paid for, but only 14 are coming. And she goes like, I'm sorry, but there's no invitation for my son and there's room for more kids. I didn't say anything, but I wanted to. I don't think that this is right. So this is an interesting one for me because I feel like I would be freshly annoyed as well because I'm like, I'm constantly inviting you, but then you look at the age gap. Yeah, it's the age and gap it's for hard. me. it's hard. It's probably not a personal thing, but a bunch of seven-year-old boys might not be compatible with a five-year-old. Like... I, One seven-year-old can easily play with a 100%. five-year-old, but but fourteen seven-year-olds with a five-year-old, the, the five-year-old's not going to. It's, gonna it's a liability as well, right? You're now you're like, okay, you're going to drop off, and I'm watching your five-year-old. I can't be like, oh, you know what? This like they're fine. And if she said that, like it's every single year. Can you imagine, like, if anything, I bet you this year is probably the easiest because a five and a seven is an easier gap than a five and a three-year-old. Right. You, know, you know what I mean? Or three and a one. Like it's easier for you to invite the older child to your son's birthday because they're, I mean, easier to manage or whatever, but to invite a younger child to an older child's birthday is hard sometimes. So I don't, I get what she's saying. Like, I think I'd be like, this is ridiculous and I'm frustrated, but she also finished, like I didn't read this part, but she said, I was very sad because her son had asked to play with this child that next day. And she's like, I didn't want to lie to my son, but I was like, he can't, like he's having his birthday party. And my son was sad because he's now getting to that age where he's old enough to know that he wasn't invited, which 
would trigger my mommy bear and be like, fuck you. Like, I, that's where I get where she's coming from because then you see your child hurting. Well, we have a very similar situation and we don't, there's no problem with it. We recognize what it is. But like my sister and brother-in-law, they have a cottage oh, yeah. and they have their kids are six. They have two kids that are six and 10, mm-hmm. going to be 11. And Riley's perfectly fitting in the middle of that. As an eight-year-old. As an eight-year-old. And so they always ask Riley to either come to the cottage or stay at the cottage when we're up north. Mm-hmm. And they For don't ask so. and they don't ask Cooper. Yeah. Now, up until recently, because now Cooper's four, it has never been a problem because Cooper really didn't care. He or, didn't really know. Recognize yeah. that he wasn't included yeah. and or invited. And we've said this is likely the last year that we can continue to yeah. say yes with only Riley. Now, we're not going <laughs> to ask them, and we would never ask them to take both children. Yeah, that's not about that. We're not, not like about expecting them to take both Where kids. Where it comes to it is just simply Riley by herself can't stay. It's, it's no longer an option. Unless it's like, hey... It would be like, it'd have to be a planned event where like they were going up separately. Like we can't just stay, go home with Jess Cooper and he realizes Riley is staying. Yeah, like, like even this time he said, like this time he said, why, why can't, can't I, I stay? stay? Which is when we were like, yeah, okay, he's there now. Yeah. Yeah. Like they don't want me to say like, that was the painful thing where we were like, this can't happen again. But we get it. Yeah. Like he's four. He's going to cause... He's going to create more work for my sister and brother-in-law mm-hmm, mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. manage than Riley in the middle just playing with their kids. And, it would, and I'm not saying for a second that they don't have to even help or, or look after Riley, but no, she's just a lot easier to deal for with. For sure. And again, like, because I, I, your mom and I were talking about this and we got in a little bit of a, hmm, I kind of disagree because she had said, well, you can't take that away from Riley. That's not fair. Yeah, we can. To have that, that Riley doesn't get to do that because you're you're talking about Cooper. And I said, yes, it is. Like, I'm not taking it from Riley. She's got to do this for the past three years by yeah. herself. She enjoyed it. And now... If she'd like to go up again, we can plan for that. But we also need to plan for it. We're not just going to leave her there and have Cooper by himself and be aware of it. If Riley wants to go up on a Friday, we'll all have a plan with Cooper so he doesn't feel left out. And she was like, well, I just don't think that. And I was like, we're going to agree to disagree. It's going to become more and more like... Difficult. It's going to become more difficult because Cooper's going to become more and more aware of it. And the last thing I want Cooper to feel like is like he's not wanted. Yes, for sure. And I would rather say sorry, Riley, than have Cooper feel unwanted. Yes. And I know it's not a matter of not wanting him. It's just simply a matter of logistics. He's too Mm -hmm. much at this point in time at the age of four. And next year... There's just too many of them for them to watch. Yeah. All oh, yeah. Of them. I have one more. How many do you I got? I got one more too. Okay. You want to go first? Yes. Okay. Okay. So this woman recently, I'm going to go through it a little bit quickly. This woman recently became um, a single parent. Okay. And it, it was really difficult. The transition was really difficult. So she has a couple of kids and she wanted them to feel safe and comfortable. And they, she wanted her, them to realize that she could, they could come to her for anything. Because she is the safe place. Mm-hmm. And to do that, one of the things she decided to do was be upfront with them. Now, full disclosure, parents, if you're listening to this podcast with your kids, now is the time to stop listening to this podcast until your kids are gone. I don't think that they, people listen to our podcast with their kids. I'm giving them time to press pause. Okay. Okay. Go. So the way to build to build trust with these children was she told them that the Easter Bunny... And Santa Claus and the Tooth Fairy were made up. <gasps> Are you serious? 
And her whole family is pissed off at her because they didn't think it was appropriate for her to do that. Hold on, hold on, now, hold on. I don't know how old her kids are before you ask. No, no, I'm not asking that. Um, Sorry, the girl who wrote us said that she was the one that divulged. She's the one that divulged it. She divulged it because in her mind, she wanted them to know that they can come to her for anything. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. So she didn't want to lie to them. And she, and she says at the very end, and this is a very, this is, I get where she's coming from. Mm. I for the record, don't agree, I but I get where she's coming from. don't agree. She says, I don't know why everyone's alienating me over something that's actually made up. These are made up characters. Whoa, no, no. Hold up. I, I don't know if you're the asshole, but I don't think you made the right choice. I think that's an asshole move. You might not be an asshole person, but I think that's an asshole move, and I'm going to tell you why. I think that... Thanks. I think, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me tell you. I think that... If anything, you're trying to gain trust, right? Like her idea is to gain trust with these kids. It's a safe place. I get where she's coming from. But in doing that, you are now, you are now taking trust from their parents. You're saying. No, she is the parent. No, this other kid's parents. No, she's the single parent. These are her kids. Oh, I thought you said that she had her family's kids no, over. No. She, I was like, are you fucking kidding mother. me? Okay, shit. I don't care. If that's they're her kids. If it's your kids, you can do whatever you want with your kids. You can tell them that they're not real. I totally I am like That part of the cool. story changed everything for you? A hundred are you kidding? A hundred percent. Like if she, there are a lot of people who tell their kids that like these things aren't real for their own reasons. And I really don't care. My only issue comes into, I think that you need to tell your kids that like, this is something that we have in our home and you need to be careful with when you're interacting with other kids because they might not be on the same page. Well, she did it. She did allude to the fact that that's where it's awkward where there's, when their other cousins are present, they have to be aware of what they know and what they don't know. And that's fine. Like you just have to say like other, other parents have like, they are telling their kids that like they, they want to keep the magic alive. That's See, like the best why, way. This is why I don't, I don't think she's an asshole. No, God, she's but, not an asshole. But I understand. And I understand where she's coming from. I understand what she did. I can totally get it. But for me, mm-hmm. there's something magical about those kids knowing. Because obviously they, th- they thought all of them were real. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how old they were. But up until that moment, they thought they were real. There's something about keeping your kids' kids. Okay. And this is also like, I know you don't know how old her I'm kids are. I'm guessing they're young though, because I'm guessing they're young because their cousins have to be young enough that they have to be aware of what they say and don't say around them. Two things. One, I feel like if you were to raise your kids at, from the beginning and to tell them like, this is what Christmas is about. There is no Santa Claus and there is no Easter Bunny, whatever. That's one thing. But like to rip that from them at a young age is weird to me. But again, this isn't my family dynamic. Like whatever works for you works for you. And that has nothing to do with me as long as your kids do not affect my children and their childhood. Like, I think there just needs to be clear boundaries there. Part B is a hundred percent. If this, like my opinion changed drastically. If she, I thought you said that she had her other nieces and nephews over no. and to gain their trust, to make, the, to make them feel safe in their house. No-no. I was like, fuck her. I would have yep. been so pissed if I was her sister yep. or sister-in-law. I would have been like, literally like you suck asshole, but that's not what and happened. So nobody has the right to tell someone's kid that <laughs> no, Santa doesn't exist. No, that's a parent's right. Right. Okay. So I have, I, for the record, no, I don't think you're an asshole for doing that. 
I just wanted to play, make that clear. Cause at the beginning I was like, fuck you. <laughs> I don't think she's an asshole either, but I think there are multiple ways to build trust that didn't involve yeah, those three sh- things. Sure. That's fine. But that's, that's a choice that you she know, wanted the to make. Bunny, I get that one. Definitely the tooth fairy. Cause like, yeah, but give you, me a you break. Love Who this gives ride you guys teeth for money? You had, money for teeth? you had such an amazing childhood at Christmas time. You don't know what her childhood is like. So maybe that it's a trigger for her. Right? That's why I said I don't think she's an no, asshole. I, I, just, I don't agree with Yeah, that's fine. That's it's how just she not builds this, trust. Yeah, okay. Anyway, this is the last one. Right. Okay. So she said, I'm not a parent, but I am an aunt. And I was supervising my nephew when he was playing with some kids down the street. And he came to check in with me. He's eight. Um, he came in to check in with me every 30 minutes as I requested. And I asked him what he uh, what he was up to. And he said, whittling sticks. And I shrieked, with knives? And he responds, yeah. Like, what is the big deal? And I'm thinking he's eight. He's been playing that he was with 10 year olds, no older than that. I told him he couldn't go back down. He had a meltdown. And I started to be like, holy shit, am I the crazy one? I'm not a baby owner. It's true. <laughs> so funny. I'm not a baby owner. So I questioned everything I knew to be sane, but ended up sticking to my guns. And I was glad that I did. His parents also confirmed that the other parents are consistently assholy slash negligent and a group of eight-year-olds should in fact be playing with knives. Is she the asshole? Not an asshole at all. Not at all. Coming from a parent who does own babies. If you don't know what you should or shouldn't do, go to the side of caution. Right. And for the safety of the child who has a knife in their hand, who's Mm -hmm. eight years old, Riley's eight, I wouldn't give her a knife. Are you kidding? Never. Even if the parents were cool with it, if they didn't say, hey, by the way, Johnny likes to whittle. Yeah. You don't let Johnny whittle. I'm just picturing too, like, can you imagine if, say we let our child whittle and they had friends over, I would never, ever say, hello, Charlotte. Are you into whittling? Here's a knife without talking to her parents first, because my fear, like, what is if they really like, what is if they slice their finger? And then we're like, hey, sorry, your child was hurt under my supervision. And I didn't even ask you. Here's the thing. That's terrifying. If, if I came home and my son or daughter was whittling. <laughs> this is so funny. I would say to my sister, because this was a, she's in, she's yeah. a yeah, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. I'd say to my sister or I'd say to your brother, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Why is Riley whittling? Like what? What in your who in your right mind would think who in your who in your whittle mind? I'm going to give Riley a knife to whittle away. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're out there teaching her how to whittle. Yeah. You don't let her whittle. No, whittle me timbers. And I'll tell you right now, if my daughter was a professional whittler and you were their niece, you'd know about it. (laughs) This went so sideways. That's not a skill that I think you'd not know. God, that's great. Yeah, no, you're not the asshole. I, I fully agree. Definitely not. And good for you for, for stopping yeah. Johnny from whittling. Especially when you want to be the cool aunt. You got to be yeah. the cool aunt yeah. without the knife. You got to be a whittle more careful. <laughs> oh, touche. That was good, Brittany. A, a whittle more careful. All right, we're out. Peace out, Daytown. everyone. I'm Emily Beerley. And I'm Jennifer Chaikin. And we're licensed marriage and family therapists, owners of The Therapy Group, and hosts of The Shrink Chicks Podcast. Every week, we bring you a new episode where we dive into therapeutic topics like inner child work, dating anxiety, family dynamics, relationships, and burnout. 
making them more relatable and understandable, leaving the psycho babble behind. We address the things you've been dying to ask your therapist but don't know how. And work to help you stop shooting all over yourself with the expectations society can put on us. Tune in every Monday to Shrink Chicks on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Be sure to follow along and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Prepare to learn all about you because in order to grow yourself, you got to know yourself. 